Welcome to Empathy.co. This is our podcast, Humanizing Technology. We ask ourselves, where does technology end and where do we humans begin? Welcome to the seventh episode of Humanizing Technology, the Ethical Commerce Alliance podcast here at Empathy. My name is Nina Müller. I'll be your host today. Um, today we welcome Peter Ficht. He's a product owner at Empathy. Hello and welcome, Peter. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, thanks, Nina, and thanks for having me. So my name is Peter. As you said, I'm a product owner at Empathy. I joined the company in 2020, and um, back then I was running a startup around last, uh, last mile logistics. And with the startup, we created this concept of a dynamic delivery address, but we quickly realized that it relied on very sensitive data. And at the time, there wasn't a solution where people could use their, their, this, this sensitive data without losing control over it. So then we decided that we had to solve this problem of, of giving people control over their information first before we could start uh, building our solution in, in last mile delivery. And one of the solutions that we were looking at was Solid. And that's how I met Angel, our, the, the founder of, uh, of Empathy. And we got into a talk and we realized we were uh, having the same vision about privacy, about data ethics. And yeah, soon after that, I joined the, the company. And yeah, my current role is that of product owner. Uh, currently, we're, I'm working on purchase history. And if I would say in one sentence, my, my role is to translate the, the vision of empathy into uh, useful products. When you say you translate the empathy vision into products, can you elaborate a bit on how you're going about this, how, what it actually means in your, in your daily work? Sure. Yeah. At Empathy, we have like a very strong uh, yeah, vision or feeling about how how to deal with with personal information, and I think that's one of the the, the key things. With everything that we design, everything that we make, we we must consider like uh, how does this uh, influence uh, people's information um how do we make sure that we use data in, in a in a proper way and not misuse it and when you say it like this i think it, it sounds obvious but if you look at how many products uh many of the products that are out there today i think there this this has been um this has been lost a little bit just like i lost in answering the, this question no, no, that's all right. Um, it was where I was going for it. And can you um, uh, speak a bit more about the ethical use of data, uh, what it means um, and what the downsides of um, collecting PIA data and segmentation um, is, um, what it means to you and empathy? Yeah, sure. So starting with the downsides, I think... The most important thing is that it's not the the right thing to do. I think if you ask many people like the simple question, do you want to be tracked or do you want us to collect your personal information? They, they say no. And 
this is what's what's shown in, in research and for example when when apple introdu introduced their uh, ios 15 update where companies explicitly had to ask for permission to track somebody like i think 95 percent of people declined so that's i think the most important thing and, and also um as part of the regulation around collecting uh, PII that you indeed have to ask permission, I think it, it hurts the user experience as well. And finally, it, 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 and it touches on the first two points, it, it doesn't uh, feel right. And I, I think it, it's also often, it, it isn't that useful because it's, even though it, it feels like by, by collecting all this information, you know, you, you get to know a lot about a person, but it's all based on, on past experiences. And I think, especially in the field that we are, we are in, in, in commerce, it's not just about past experiences. It's also about helping people discover new things. And I think data it has, a, has a limited role in that. This is a vast field and it can go into so many directions. Um, and now um, Austria has ruled Google Analytics um, or the transfer of the data that Google Analytics is using or is collecting um, has banned it to, to transfer to the US. So in the light of that, what are your plans for this year um, as a product owner? What are your next, next steps and main goals? Yeah, so what we're mainly trying to uh, many are looking at at the moment is how can we use personal data in a way that actually benefits uh, people and is actually with their uh, informed consent uh, what i mean by that is no, let, let me go back a little bit currently with, with the empty products we decided to not uh, create or store pii this personal information because there is not a right way uh, to do it. Um, there, there can be value in, in, in using it, but people have to be, they have to be really clear on how, it's, how it is used and they should um, understand and have control like when it is used. And that's, that's something that we are investigating uh, uh, this year and, and, and have been working on last year as well. So how can we give people control over their data and make sure that if we personalize something that people know, okay, it's personalized now for me for this situation, but the information that's been used is always under my control. It's not stored somewhere else and not being handed over to a, to a third party or sold or whatever. So, and that's something that, that we, that we are, looking at uh, and, and, and continue to look at in, in 2022. And one of the concepts that we, we call is uh, collaborative personalization, where instead of, where as, as is today, when you go to a site, you get all these banners saying like, we need to track you, can we use your information? We say, we start with, with the point that you don't, uh, that people are not forced to to give information from the start, but let's just first explore what the site has to offer, and then 
along in the experience, you can ask, like, we can personalize this. Can we use this information? And then uh, a visitor can give access to this information. Again, without saying, without the need to transfer the information to the other side, but they just get, uh, you could call it read access to this information. And then build the personalization um, sort of a, in a, as you would have a conversation. Not sure if that makes sense. It does make sense. Um, and it sounds very progressive indeed. It sounds um, like the user, uh, so want for a better word for, for um, me as a customer, as an individual going doing online shopping, which I think everybody um, is doing at some point, especially in these times of a pandemic, um, will... Um, it has got some power over their own data or over my own data um, in my personal case, which sounds a lot more um, promising than just having to click a cookie banner. And I do not know what is going to happen to my data or where it ends up. So, um, but from that point on, I'm looking more um, again at um, from your from your position, from a working position, how difficult is it for you to put ethical considerations into your work by default? Um, how challenging is that to make everybody comply and, and to to have ethical considerations uh, built into, into their work, into everything, what they do every day? I think for us as, as a team and... and I think for most people working at Empathy, having this consideration about whether something is ethical or not, I don't think that's that's the hard part for us. I think everybody who, who joins the company knows like, that this is what what's important for us. So that that's not the hard part to to convince our clients and and, and, and new clients that indeed there is no need to collect all this. Uh, all this personal information from their customers. We can make great experiences without needing to track the, track people and, and, and collect them. We can, we can create much better things without doing that. And then as a next step, what I just explained, if we're going to use personal information, we, should, we, we do it in a way that uh, people understand how it's being used and with full control. And I think that will lead to even more interesting experiences, something, some experiences that, that cannot be done today because um, it cannot be done today in the way we now, or now in the way that personal data is being used uh, today. So your work has, well, obviously an impact on how products and services are shaped at Empathy. But if you look, if you're looking beyond that, taking a wider societal angle, how do you think, or do you think it has an impact or an, or any effect there? And then, if so, in what way? You mean the our, our products or? Um, yeah, your work in general. Um, what you just explained that you can do, can have better products and are better off without collecting PII data. 
and and without processing it um and how far and and what we said before just to recap um if you are not using that anymore and if i as a user as an individual benefit from that um do you think then in the long run it is a future outlook and it is maybe um um a little a little far-fetched but just you know for the sake of the discussion what do you think can it have an impact on society yeah i think it will have a big impact on society in my in my opinion the or my opinion the the web as we use it it's it's relatively young and at some point we, we took this turn that, okay, we, there's all this information, um, there's no regulation, we can just use it. And with that information, we can better understand people's behavior and and create experiences around that uh, that behavior. But I think this is just one way of, of doing it. And, and as, as I said, I think it's a very limited way. It's a very, in my opinion, it's a very wrong way of, of doing things because people are not aware that this is being done um, that all this information is is um, being collected and being used even though people are slowly getting aware especially now that regulation uh, comes in and also with all the uh, scandals around companies like like facebook uh, so people are getting aware but still i don't think many people understand like what's going on uh, on, on the background and with this new way of thinking, if you want to call it like that, what, what we what we are now exploring, where people always stay in control of their information, I, I think it, it will change dramatically how we how we interact with with the web, how we interact with each other. And I yeah, I, I really believe that we can create much better products. And I always like to refer to there's this Dutch um, uh, professor at, at one of the universities. She always talks about the control paradox. And what it means is that if you give people more control over their information, they are more willing to share it. And it, that brings me a little bit back to what I said in the beginning about the, this startup that I was working on. We, we wanted to work with really personal and sensitive information about where people lived, but also where they, how they would move during the day to which locations they went. And this, this can be very useful information, but this is not something that you want to share with every company and not knowing what, what happens with this information. But if you know for sure that you, this, that this information is, is safe and you can only use it for the specific purpose that actually benefits you, then you, you are willing to, to share it. I believe, and maybe a, a good um, example is when you go to a, to a store and the, the clerk comes to you and asks you some questions like, "What's the occasion?" and then you tell about, "Hey, I'm going to this wedding of my brother." Then you you share these these like personal details because you know this clerk is not going to write it down and 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 sell or use this information elsewhere. It's just in that moment to help you find the right right products. And I think this kind of experience, if we could create that in an online env environment, that would be 
I think that it would be very, very great. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody um, enjoys a, a personalized experience online or offline in the shop to um, speak to someone or to find personalized information that we need. But um, at the moment, the price of giving away your personal data um, and being tracked throughout the internet, wherever you go afterwards, um, isn't the right uh, the right way to do this. Um, so coming back to the user perspective, I have to jump a little here. Um, the current data protection regulations um, like GDPR in Europe or CCPA um, in uh, the US, they cover the basic human rights and they are important. But um, for companies, it often means to comply to um, legislation that is difficult to understand, but not only for companies, but also um, for the customers, how do we deal with that at Empathy? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I think with with Empathy, the simple answer we how we deal with it is by not using uh, or and not collecting PII with our services at the, at the moment. Uh, as I said, we we want to do it in the future, but in in a different way. For for companies, for our clients to deal with this, my opinion is that they should not see this as an annoyance or something that they have to comply to. Rather, they should see this as they should embrace this change and use it as a as a way to change how they connect with with their customers. And see this as an opportunity. Um, as I said, collecting personal information is one way of doing things, but it's not the only way. And in my opinion, it's definitely not the best way to create a good experience for your customers. So, yes, you have to invest now and, and make changes if you are heavily invested in this in this system of, of collecting information. But I think. The, the result, the price is, is definitely worth this this change and then embracing this this change of just um, giving people their their dignity about uh, about how their information is is used. And besides um, taking this responsibility um, off of the customer, well, not entirely, but you know, um, besides. Um, giving them an understandable way of how their how cookies are used or or how um, the data is used, um, and this as an ethical standpoint of the right thing to do. What are other actual competitive advantages for companies? I think the the most important thing what companies have have to gain by changing how they work with their customers' data is, is trust and trust. And as a result of trust, loyalty. If, if people trust your business, they, they will come back to you. They will recommend you to their friends and, and, and family. And this is something I think has been, has been overlooked, again, by focusing too much on, on trying to understand 
the the, the person they, they forgot about the rest of the of the context so trust and, and loyalty are in my opinion key things uh, to gain and another thing is that even if you are like a small retailer currently it's very likely that you are using or depending on one of the big tech companies like Google for advertisement or Facebook or Amazon. And what all these companies have in common is that their whole model is based on collecting personal information. And instead of trying to play according to their rules and say saying the opposite, like we are not going to collect any personal information. We leave this with, with, with our customers. We leave it under their control. I think you, all, you also create an advantage compared to these companies because you offer something that they, can, they cannot offer, at least not easily. Of course, they say we, we care about your privacy, but their whole model is based on collecting information in, in order to sell uh, ads. And I think by, by going in this other direction, you offer something that, that they cannot offer. But yeah, that's that's my opinion. Thank you, Peter, for sharing this. And one final question. How important then is it for you personally to work in a comp company like Empathy that takes on responsibility and accountability for the technological developments um, and... Um, their impact um, they may have. Yeah, so it, it's it's key. It, I, I believe that every company should think about what the consequences are of the product and, and services that they that they create, what the impact will be on, on society. And it's not always easy to predict because many of the things that that we do, especially if you're working in, in, in tech, you you create or you try to create something that's new that isn't out there so you don't know exactly what what the impact will be but but still you can think about the possible consequences you can always try to think okay what if if i bring this product if i create this product how can people misuse it like ask yourself these kind of uh, questions and i really believe that a company like facebook didn't intend to have, for example, a, a bad impact on on teenage girls who have like um, who, are, who are being harassed uh, on on Instagram or on any, any of their platforms. But these things happen, and um, I think you, you you could have anticipated uh, on that. And if not, and you see that these things happen, you should act promptly and properly to this. And I think that's missing with some of these companies today. They, they re reluctantly admit that things are wrong and then they are really slowly in responding to it. So for me, it's, it's important to work at a company that first of all, tries to think in advance, okay, how can we create something that is ethical? I think that's, that's important. And then if, if, if we see that something is wrong then um, stop what you're doing and, and, and make it right okay thank you so much peter 
Thank you for having me. Thank you for being our guest. <laughs>